0: to inform and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer access previous podcasts of this broadcast or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes there is also information to follow us on Twitter like us on Facebook or even sponsor this show Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. Good
1: Sunday morning. Good Sunday morning.
2: LJ Renee I was looking at the verses in Matthew 28 and there was one verse that caught my eye and I want to read it and let's have a discussion over this Matthew chapter 28 and in verse number 17 it says and when they saw him talking about the disciples seeing Jesus having risen from the grave when they saw him they worshipped him but some doubted Mm. and I want to talk about that last part of that verse that that be clause. but some doubt it they all worshiped him you got to now put this in context this is one of the several times that the risen christ is appearing unto his disciples in his glorified body and he and they are seeing him and i like what i had read about the context of this it says whenever anyone And anyone then or now will see the glorified Christ. There's only one response we will worship worship him. Him. That's right. And so they worshiped Him, but some doubted. And I thought, well, what is it that they were doubting? And then it, did, it didn't take me but a few minutes to think about it. They are seeing the glorified Christ a few days after he has risen, but just a few days prior, this is the same Jesus that they watched being drugged through the streets of beaten, Jerusalem, of beyond the recognition, beyond the recognition of, of a man, yes, bloodied, crucified now I know that he told them and witnessed to them that no man takes my life but I lay it down but what they saw didn't look like a man giving his life it looked like a man whose life was taken that's right and they saw his mother weeping at his tomb they saw that the others of the disciples backsliding when Peter said look we there ain't nothing to this he didn't want and left us and we're going fishing I'm going fishing they said we're going with you I mean they had saw what they thought was the end Of their dreams, the end of their hopes, and then all of a sudden, you know, he here he is clothed in this pure white raiment. The tomb is empty, there's no more blood, he's all cleaned up, he's glorified with the glow of God. And when they see him, there's only one response to the glorified Christ you worship. But some begin to doubt. Only in their heart. They didn't say anything, but in their heart they began to doubt. And before we judge, we need to really look at this. They were hesitant. They were hesitant, wondering, now wait a minute. Didn't we just see him hanging on a cross? Didn't we just see him giving up the ghost? Didn't we just see men gambling over his garments? Didn't we just see him laid in a tomb? Didn't we just see Mary and Martha go to anoint his body? Didn't we just see this? This is the christ the teacher the rabboni the master but there's a conflict in our mind we don't quite understand it there was some doubt there absolutely but the thing think
1: about this is that he told them before it's not like he didn't prepare them he told them that this is what's going to happen and it's the same thing with us he tells us what he wants of us. He tells us what's getting ready to happen. He tells us that he's going to bless us. He tells us what our purpose is in life. He tells us the things that, you know, that we're going to do in the earth. But yet when we are faced with difficulties and situations, it seems as though we, it fades away. We begin to doubt. We begin to doubt.
2: And he tells us that you are the head and not the tail above only and not beneath more than a conqueror through Christ that loves you. You are never alone, never forsaken he tells us all of these things but we still doubt. but we
1: still we still doubt and you know but what? what is it that they doubted
2: what do you think
1: it is that they were doubting you know what when we read this scripture i just think here it is he says that some worship but then there was still the no some, all worshiped but some doubted so they're standing there and they're looking it's like their mouths probably were moving but they're they're in their hearts they were like you know, what, this is not the man that I saw before. And, and how can this be? And you're standing there like, what, what, I, I just can't, I can't wrap my mind around this. I mean, this is, this is amazing to me. And that's part of worship. This is amazing, but what has happened here? And so that's the reason why that they be I believe that when they saw him in the glorified body, that they were a little, they were hesitant because they couldn't wrap their minds around the fact that this man that we saw that was being beyond the recognition of a man, uh, now, nails, now driven through his hands and his feet, you know, now here we see this man, like you said, glorified. in a glorified body with probably nothing more but just a nail print in and his hand. And everything he said is true. And everything that he says is true. So it's hard. And I know some of you will probably have done gone through that same thing where, you know, it's hard in certain situations. It's hard to wrap your mind around what you're seeing. And so and I believe that that's what God was is really is sharing with us today that when I told you that I'm telling you right now. This is what's going to happen in your life. I'm telling you this right now. This is what I called you to be. But then when you begin to start seeing some things begin to start lining up, it's it's like, it's hard. It's like, I can't. I can't wrap my mind around this, but but the thing about it is to press through this thing, press through it. And, and and the thing about it, that's where His Word comes in and say, what even did he say, what did the say? Just think about say? it. The man said, "Lord, help now my unbelief." unbelief. Yeah. You know, it's like I understand that you are all powerful and you are all knowing. I Understand that, but but I know I'm seeing the impossible over here. That,
2: yes, some, it is real easy to believe in the resurrection on Easter Sunday morning. Yes, but when you have to go through the Friday, the gruesome Crucifixion of a Friday and the days that follow before the resurrection—it's kind of hard well, I- to hold on to your faith when all of those naysayers are celebrating and all of those who who uh, meant you wrong look like they are uh, the ones who are victors. It's kind of hard to to celebrate that I am healed by the stripes of Jesus when you have cancer in your body, high blood pressure, diabetes, and all kinds of diseases. your body. It's kind of hard to wrap your mind around the fact that I am healed. It's kind of hard to wrap your mind around the fact that all my needs he has always provided when I have a need and a bill unpaid, but you got to go by what did the Lord Lord say? And if he said it, you got to say that settles it. You got to bank on it. You got to be willing to run the risk of looking foolish to step out of a boat on water that has never gelled any. Any man's feet Hmm. save Jesus and trust that when I step out of the boat because it's at his word. That somehow he's going if he got to throw a plank down to let me stand on it, somehow he's going to keep me from sinking. you got to have that kind of a bulldog like faith that says I will take him at his word. Mm. Even when there is doubt in my heart, even when there is hesitation in my spirit, I'm going to hope against hope to believe, to see the goodness of oh God, God in the land of the living. What is it that they doubt it? I believe that they doubt it. Even the the resolution that they had come to in their own spirits that perhaps this isn't all that we thought it was. Some of you have been questioning your faith, questioning the very faith that you have in God. Perhaps this Christianity isn't all that you thought it was. Perhaps God isn't everything that you thought he was. Perhaps he's not going to come through like you had hoped he would. And you begin to doubt the very things that you have once held firm to you begin to backslide in your heart. You might be sitting in the church, but in your heart you have backslidden. And then God comes and does something miraculous. God comes and puts uh, an answer to a prayer. God comes and brings to pass something he has already foretold. And then you begin to be hesitant in your spirit to wonder now, what am I going to believe? Am I going to believe the God that has made the promises and never lied? Or am I going to believe what my lying eyes are showing? Showing me right now. Sometimes you gotta make that decision, and it causes a hesitation in your heart. That is what they had. They had a hesitation in their heart. They needed to know what is it that we're going to believe. We always talking about talk about doubting Thomas, who wanted to touch his hands and see the holes and the nail prints in his hands. But listen, all of us have had our doubting moments as well when we wanted the Lord to prove it to us. You know, we put a fleece before the Lord, turn this wet and keep the ground dry. Turn the ground wet and keep the fleece dry. We have all fleeced the Lord, all wondered, all doubted, all hesitated. And that is what they were doing is trying to reconcile what is in their heart, this fear, this unbelief with what is standing before them right this very moment, the glorified risen Christ just like he said he would. Well, let's take even that a, a little further. We we're talking
1: about the promises of God, even particularly when we're going through difficult situations and afflictions. But he's demonstrating now the power that he has. And he says that all power is in my hand. The Bible records it as this, that he took the keys away from the enemy of death, sin and the grave. And he rose with all power in his hand. And then the Bible says, and what that same power that raised him from the dead is the same power that's in me now it's hard sometimes to wrap your mind around that this powerful jesus the holy spirit is now resting in us to have that same power to speak by faith the things that he has told you that he's going to do in your life i mean when you look at it god he said with the same power that i raised jesus christ from the dead is the same power that now lives in you that's a hard thing that many have not wrapped their minds around but if you do think about it is that that same power power that quickened Jesus Christ from the dead is the same power that now lives in me, then I should be able to do anything. When he tells me that I'm blessed, I should be able to believe that when the enemy comes against me and tells me something different because of the power that's in me, I should be able to bind that spirit and begin to speak what God says that, that, that I am. And I believe that one of those things that was hard to wrap your mind around. And I believe that's the reason why we're operating below our means is because Because we don't realize and we can't wrap our mind around that the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same spirit now, spirit. now that abides in me. And then he goes on to tell him, even here, he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Now, can you wrap your mind around that? Can you wrap your mind around that all that power that is in him, that same power that quickened him now is in you? that you're able to call those things that are not as though they be, that you're able to walk through difficult situations, that you're able to stop demons from uh, harassing and oppressing you. Can you wrap your mind around that, that because of your prayers and because of your faith, that you're able to shift the atmosphere away from a negative atmosphere into the positive, just by speaking the word of God. And I really believe that if we can just wrap our minds around that same power, that same spirit that now that raised and quickened Jesus Christ from the grave is that same spirit that lives in me we can take over nations nothing
2: shall be impossible
1: nothing should be impossible we can take over cities because of the fact we realize that we too the glorified body is now living in us that we may glorify the father.
2: And so, you know, LJ Renee, when you say that, I think I know what the problem is with some Christians. Then some of us have been guilty of harboring in our In our hearts, that Jesus that went down the Golgotha's road, the one that was beaten and the one that looked defeated, we are still walking around with a Jesus that we think is defeated. We are still walking around with a Jesus that we think that the officials can Uh, bring under subjection one that we think that uh, at any moment that they can silence and they can crucify but what we need to know is that yes Friday did happen yes he did go to the cross but listen you better take him at his word no man took his life but he gave his life up willingly for you and I he could have called legions of angels to come and to he didn't even have to call angels he could have spoke the word he is the word the word made flesh he could have spoke out of his own mouth and created anything he wanted he could have spoke you remember when they came to get him and he spoke a word when they said are you Jesus and he said I am and remember the soldiers went and And fell fell backwards because his word he said I am and he just really I believe he wanted the disciples to see you don't need those weapons Peter I am that I am and I want you to know that if I wanted to, I could knock them all down right now. But I have come to give myself a ransom for your life that you might be reconciled back to me. And so we walk around thinking and I believe that we are walking around thinking and worshiping a Jesus that we think is defeated or that we think doesn't have the power of the risen or, Christ. or not relevant are not relevant. That, we that, think that, that the laws in society can right. tame the Jesus that you serve. We think that the laws that men pass can, su- can cause the Jesus that you serve to be succumbed to the laws of this world. But I read in my Bible that the government shall rest upon On his, his shoulders, shoulders, and of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. When he said all power in heaven and in earth is given unto me, it meant all power. All all. When he says all, it means all, all. nothing, nothing has been lacking. left out. That's I mean, right. the devil himself is subject to the power of your God. You remember when he's looking to and fro, walking around, looking whom he, to see whom he may devour. He's got to go before the throne of God. It was a familiar place. He used to be an angel that served God. He's got to come before the throne of God to seek. God's permission to do anything in your life. God is the devil's boss. God is the boss of everything that ails you in your life. You better believe that all power is in his hand. And he, by delegation, has given you access to that power that he has, that all power, that omnipotent power. And that is the Christ that dwells in you. If you are filled with the spirit of God, you have in you the glorified Christ. Christ, the one that has all power in his hand. So when you go forth in this day, I want you to go forth with your head lifted up high. I want you to square your shoulders back. I want you to walk like you know who you are and whose you are. I don't want you to be arrogant about it, but I want you to have some confidence in your walk. There's something about people that know who they are. You can tell by the swagger in their walk that they must know, you don't even know who they are, but they must be somebody by the way they carry themselves. You ought to carry yourself like you know who you are and whose you are because the spirits in hell know know who you are and whose you are you want them to testify of you jesus i know and sally yeah. i know and john i know and but peter yeah. I. you want them to know who your you name are. That's when right. you get up they ought to be trembling because the power of god lies in you so when you get up all the power of god just got up on your avenue on your boulevard on your street when you're driving down the car in your car, down the street, all the power of God is driving down the street in your car. And you need to realize that that is the power that
1: dwells in you. Even when now it, said, it says that some doubt, and I'm thinking about Jeremiah, when he told Jeremiah, he said, is there anything, anything. too hard for me to do now? Why did he say that? Because he read Jeremiah's heart. And he knew that what he told them seemed to be an impossible thing. He says, I called you to the nations to pluck up, to destroy, to throw down, he says, and also to build and to plant. And that's a hard thing to wrap your mind around. But then as it went on, God said, is there anything too hard for me to do? And I can hear that even right now resounding to you through this radio station. Is there anything too hard for me to do? Because why? Because he see the doubt in your He sees the the questioning and the thing about it is he wants to do more for you and he wants to show you what he can do more than you really want to see it. He wants you to see who he really is. And he wants others to see who he really is. So he will take an, uh, uh, the the foolish things and he'll turn it around to make it an extraordinary thing. He, he'll take he'll something confound
2: to confound
1: the wise. And he'll take something that seems like it's just out of order and that it's no way that it can happen. But yet there, there it is. He makes it happen. I remember he told me one day it was a, a, a family member of mine who had, had been strung out on drugs and everybody was just beating him down just telling him he would never be nothing leave him alone and I, I begin to, to really comfort him and just hold him. And I heard the spirit of the Lord say to me, he said, the things that people think that I'm in, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And he said, the things that I'm not in, they think that I'm not in, I am in. Right. Saying, listen, they're looking at him right now in his state that he's in right now. But there is a calling that I have on his life and they don't see what I see. And matter of fact, in the Bible, it says, he said, don't judge things before it's time because you don't know it's in And so when he began to, tell you this thing believe him because he's saying you don't know the end but i'm telling you that there is nothing impossible for me to do and i will do exactly what i say i'm going to do and it's going to blow your mind and just going to show that you are representative of mine because why? Because the fruit will be produced off your light. He said, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you should ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. But there's another part in here. It says that you shall bear fruit. He said, because I abide in you. And that's how you know. That's the glory of the Lord is when an individual began to start showing fruit. That Jesus Christ lives. And
2: you will know the tree by the fruit that, that it, bears. it bears. That's right. And listen, he didn't just say it to Jeremiah. So I'm thinking he wants all of us to answer That's that right. question. But he also said it to Abraham and Sarah. Is there anything to a heart? Why? Because me? he told him some impossible situations. Because our heart is yes. just inclined to fear right. and to doubt. Yes. But I want each and every one of us to be challenged today to trust in the Lord. To Put your doubt aside Lord it's not easy But I'll trust you It's difficult But I'll trust you Though I can understand I it I will so trust much, you Though my nights may seem long, And I feel so alone Lord my trust is in you I can't
0: do this by myself I
2: surrender to you yeah. So many painful thoughts Travel through Not easy, Lord. It's not easy. Sometimes
0: the pain in my life makes you seem so far away. But I'll trust. I need to know your
2: healing.
0: As long as I know you're here, Father, I know I can make it through the tears and the
1: You know, when we go through situations and trials and afflictions, and when God tells us uh, a word and, and to carry us through, it's, it's it's sometimes
2: it's hard to trust Him. Amen. And so, you know, there are times when each of us will be able to find ourselves in the B clause of that Matthew 28, verse 17, that some doubted each of us have had our moments where we have doubted the Lord. Each of us have had our times where we have questioned the Lord. What we see before us is not Evident of what he has promised He promised us that we Would be healed but we're wrack- Our bodies are racked with pain He promised us mm. uh, an abundant Life but we are struggling to Make it through he promised us That he would deliver but it seems Like the more we take one Step forward we keep getting knocked Three mm. steps back he promised Us things that we don't see Evidence of right now So it is hard to believe And trust when all you see before you is contrary to what he has promised you. But I challenge you today, though it's not easy, won't you continue to put your trust in him? Listen, the disciples saw Jesus go to a gruesome uh, cross. They saw him beaten and they saw him shamed and they saw him Uh, they saw him rejected and they saw him mocked and sped upon. And then they heard him say that no man's going to take my life, but I'm going to give Mm. it away. And then I'm going to take it back up. And I know they were wondering if he's going to take it up. At what point is he going to stop them from crucifying him? They probably thought as he was marching down uh, the Golgotha's road, that at some point he was going to turn around and speak and God was going to deliver him at some point while he was on the cross that God was going to send lightning and thunder and deliver him at some point when he said the thief would meet him in paradise that he himself would uh, get himself off of that cross but it never happened he gave up the ghost he hung his head and for you and me he died and so they thought that all of their hope was gone that there was no more hope that they would be delivered that their king of kings their lord of lords would be uh, victorious over this mob crowd and so they were discouraged and depressed and despondent and then he he shows up risen in a glorified body and they are still puzzled. There is an enigma about this, uh, this Christ. There is a question in their heart, but what I want you to do is take all of your questions, all of your fears, all of your doubts to the throne of God and let him deal with it. Let him handle it. Like the man who wanted his son healed. You tell him, Lord, I believe, Help my unbelief Mm. and watch God turn your circumstance and situation around. Amen. So father, we just thank
1: you today. Oh God, we thank you for the word that has gone forth, oh God. And Lord, we praise you for it because, God, you're yet speaking, you continually speaking the love that you have for each and every one of us, oh Father. It is your desire, dear Father, that we glorify you. It is your desire that we represent you well upon this earth, oh God. Your desire is that, God, that we show forth your praise in the earth. God, for those, dear Lord, who are doubting, who are, who are hesitant, dear Father, God, those who are sick and laying upon their beds, Or God Lord is sitting there, dear Father. I don't know what's going on, Father. Their stomach is moving and and they feel, dear Father, nauseous right now, God, and don't know what's going on, God, in the name of Jesus. Will you touch them right now, God, in the name of Jesus Christ? Would you remind them of your word that says that with your stripes that you that they are healed in the name of Jesus Christ? Prevail, Father God. We thank you, oh Father. We realize that God, that there is nothing.
0: Oh, that's right. I'll trust you. Hallelujah. Oh God, I don't know when the pains go in, but I know, God, you wouldn't put more on me than I can bear. So I trust you in spite of what I see, in spite of what I'm going through. I trust you. God, you've never left me. I know you love me. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdosthelordsay.com Until next time.